Hi everybody, this is Tom Canning here. Uh, I am joined today by Tony Hardy. Hello Tony. Hi Tom. Now, a lot of you will know Tony. Um, I've known Tony for a lot of years uh, and Tony's joined me uh, as a, he's, he's been substituted in for, uh, for, for Rob Davis in, in extra time, uh, as it were, today for um, what, what Tony and I have decided is going to unashamedly be a, a retrospective at, at one of our best mates, Daryl Freeland, who, uh, as many of you will know, uh, a year ago, sadly passed away. Um, he was the co-founder with me of the Football in Berkshire website. He was uh, an absolute stalwart of the non-league game over the last uh, two decades or so. And um, I, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say a bad word about him. Um, certainly not unless it was Tony or I, really. Uh, Tony, <laughs> Tony, I know we've, we've definitely shared... Uh, <laughs> shared a moan or two, uh, especially when he took us the wrong way around Hyde Park. But um, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll come to that in a little while. But uh, as I say, this this is unashamedly a retrospective. I'm not going to tell you how to subscribe. I'm not going to tell you uh, how to like us or anything like that. Uh, I mean, if you want to do all those things, you can. See, I've snuck it in there without actually saying it. Tone that is really yeah, clever. Like your style. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we just just on this day, we just wanted to spend a bit of time talking about uh, and remembering our mate. Uh, we've got a few messages from people that have, that have kindly sent them. Um, I know there there were there's lots of people I did ask to send messages that you know not everybody wants to send. Not everybody wants to to be involved. That that is fine. You know if if. There, there is no, um, there is no right or wrong way to do this. This is just the way that Tony and I decided we wanted to remember Duds. Um, so I, I guess Tony, I've waffled for a little while. Let's let's start because I'm, I'm going to do this in a slightly interview style where we, where I ask you a question and then I chime in as well. Um, right. But but I guess where did you meet Duds? Where, where did it start? Because I, I suppose just to start off with Duds, 1975 to 2019. Um, Far too young yes. to, to go, but absolutely, it was football, wasn't it? Tom, yeah. that brought the three of us together, and and, and particularly and more to the point, Bracknell Town. And I think it was the early noughties where we where we first joined forces as supporters of the, of the club, and uh, you know we like like a number of other other people, we travelled round and and watched the team home and away, really. Um, it was shortly after that point, though, that I became a committee member at Bracknell Town, but we stayed mates and did so for a good number of years afterwards. Yeah, and our interests kind of took us in other areas, so it wasn't just football. We were all big Bon Jovi fans. <laughs> yes. and, uh, and I think, counting, Tom, I think the three of us did five gigs. I, I think we did, yeah. I think we did. Um some some absolutely some some great memories you know I, I alluded to the Hyde Park incident but um the three of us would often at these gigs we'd we'd bunk up in a hotel have one room between us and I mean you can't have a podcast where you talk about the big man without his tremendous snoring oh my god could that lad snore <laughs> like an express train like to, a, 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 an eight-hour express train absolutely there was no stopping he was like a Duracell battery yeah, yeah. Did I wake you boys up? I cried. Yeah, we didn't even go go to sleep. We we're listening to you all night. The tunes you were playing on that schnoz. 
Oh, it was it was unbelievable stuff. And and obviously he he'd gone through a couple of operations, and one of the operations left him with um uh, a a mechanical valve, which yep. of course added to the noise because <laughs> all of a sudden he sounded like the uh, the crocodile in uh, in Hook or um or Peter Pan, depending on <laughs> depending on how old you are. Um, so he was ticking through the night as well as snoring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bless him. You you you, you told the uh, or you kind of alluded to the uh, incident of of Hyde Park, and I think the <laughs> third time we went to uh, went to a Bon Jovi gig at Hyde Park. I think part of the Hard Rock Calling. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, as you say, we bunked up in a in a hotel just op- just opposite Hyde Park, and we set off that afternoon. And the idea was to have a couple of beers en route. En route to the uh, to the concert field, and and Dud said, "I know exactly where we're going. Follow me." And he turned left instead of right, and I I kid you not, Tom, and you know this. Oh, yeah. There in the boiling hot sunshine with us, we walked the whole way, whole of the way around Hyde Park the wrong way to find this concert field. <laughs> oh, because we went past the Serpentine, didn't we, as well? We, and we're thinking, oh God. We, we did. We thanked him ever since for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every every flipping day, um, it was it was quite an experience. And some of those evenings as well. Uh, there was there was one particular evening. Now I think we were st- I think it was uh, we were staying over in uh, was it Stratford? Is that that's ah, yeah. And and yeah. we were walking around looking for a, for a curry house because that's what we that's what we enjoyed doing going for a curry. And could we find one? No. And, and, and if I remember rightly, he kept teasing us uh, and saying, "Oh, here's one." No, Lebanese. Yeah, they were or all Albanian for that matter. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are Bradford, East London, not not uh, not uh, the Midlands. Yes, and you don't want to be stuck in Stratford, East London, um, at twelve o'clock midnight and beyond. It's a hell of a horrible place, isn't it? Do you do you remember the guy we met in the orange suit? <laughs> in his zoot suit. Yes, yeah. yes, I do, I do. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite something. It was quite something. So, um, I, I guess uh, I wanted to just sort of litter this uh, with um, some kind of uh, bits and pieces from from different places and, and different things we did. And, and I'll start with um, with one from from your son, your number one son, no less. Yeah. Um, who who says, uh, could you add in uh, my one where we were strike partners together and he scored, uh, turned to celebrate and rolled his ankle. Um, now. Right. If I remember rightly, this was Duds's sort of final game. He 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 effectively had to retire because I think it was worse than he rolled his ankle. I think he pulled his Achilles. Yes. Uh, and he he was forever hobbling for the next couple of years because he never went and got it sorted out. That's right. Uh, and, and yeah, and and now I can't. I know I know I know Will had his issues on that largest lane pitch himself with uh, oh, with yeah. uh, with injuries. But were, were you there that day? Because I I wasn't. I wasn't actually played. Well, oh, okay. When I say I played, I played for about 10, 15 minutes before my lungs gave yeah. out. Yeah, it was a it was a supporters game between Bretton Town supporters and Egham Town supporters. Oh yes, yeah. One sultry Tuesday evening, and <laughs> it was a great laugh. Yeah, it was a good laugh. It was good fun. I was, I, I, I sort of, I know I started off, um, like, how did you, how did you meet Duds? And I, and I sort of, I was going to chime in, and then I completely forgot. And I suspect this is how this is going to go, this, this recording. But, um, I don't really remember where I met him because, do you, do, you'll, you'll recall the, the famous Robin's Forum. 
Yes, I do. Uh, which do. I which I went on the Wayback Machine uh, on online Wayback Wayback dot com or whatever it is, yeah. and I went back to the the early noughties, and there's a there's a version of the forum on there. You can't read anything, but it's it's sort of it's there and it shows you. But that back in the day, that was sort of that was pre social media, and that was how yeah. the big group of us met because That's... you you'd suddenly get a new person sign up, and um. And, and and then they were welcomed into the into the core on the the first Saturday that there was a home game effectively. And yeah, that's right. That right. It was good in its day, though, wasn't it? Oh, it was. It was. It was great. I I remember at university specifically. Um, you know, back when you it, like now you you'd uh, you'd finish whatever you were doing and you'd be straight on TikTok or uh, or Snapchat yep. or whatever whatever the kids are listening to. Well, back then it was get finish your finish my university's. Uh, lecture or whatever it was straight back to my room get on the forum see who's posted it you know it was that busy all the that, time that's right that's right it's just like i mean it's just like twitter for me now yeah. but it got quite lively at times didn't it if you remember it did it really did some of the topics and some of the uh some of the uh scathing remarks that some <laughs> and those are the supporters we never we we rarely actually met because they posted on there with uh, with false names if you remember yeah, it was a it was a constant it was a constant battle. But of course, you you yeah. did you had you had uh, you had Dud, you had Daryl on there who was who was Dudley, and everybody knew who he was, and yeah. had a, had a picture with it. And and you had obviously Jeff C. Neil Jeffs, who we'll hear from uh, in in a little while. Um, yeah. Suggs, uh, uh, Steve Witty. Um, who else did we have? We had yeah you had roving reporter. You had uh, yeah. True Red. True Red, yeah. Um, yeah. And and all of these guys and and we had we had a really nice tight group, mm. uh, and it was all down to that forum and that 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 is where my my friendship was all possibly you know maybe the first my my an online friendship for me to start with and and then started to go to games again because I, I I'd had some time away where I decided that going out and doing other things was more important than than going to football on a Saturday, and yeah. then suddenly meeting these guys got me all back into. Uh, into it and it was it was just it was that was it that was my life and and duds carried on even after everybody else and i don't mean this in a in a negative way because people's lives change and and people people drift apart and people move on but duds for me was always the constant and i I have to say um it, it i've not filled that hole um i'd speak to him probably every day yep and i've not yet filled that but you know i have a lovely wife i have a a child on the way um yep. and i have other friends and and lots of friends and you know that vacancy is is still there i don't i don't know about you i you know i certainly spoke to him almost every day yeah yeah i mean certainly certainly um beyond uh or after the time we we're all on the committee together i mean we'd be i'd be pestering you about <laughs> Winding you up and have you have you done this Tom? Have you done that Tom? And likewise with Duds and uh, he'd be saying, "Oh, hold on a minute." Um, <laughs> there's one thing I, I would say of, of Duds, and I, I hope he, uh, I hope you or nobody else is offended. He, he could be a stubborn bugger at times. Oh, good grief! You know, yeah. Oh, could he be a stubborn old sod? But I tell you what, you know, once he once he had his say and stamped his feet around a little bit, and it was all forgotten, we'd just move on, wouldn't we? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It was day to day, constant. Have we done this? Where are we going Saturday? And how are we going to get there? And I've seen the forum. And who's that? Who do who do we think that? And I think we actually got to the 
stage where you could look somebody's ID up through a uh, ISDN yeah. number, IP uh, IP number. Yeah. That's so we'd do a bit of detective work, wouldn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Doug's always the one to say, I know who it is. And he, he don't come very often, but he wears a, wears a grey sweater and wears a, uh, a deer stalker hat and a false beard. And he stands over in that corner of the ground. I'm going to speak to him next time I see him. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. You, something you just uh, you, you said there about, oh, where are we going Saturday? How are we getting there? Um, yeah. I have I don't know anyone that has been able to sort of almost innocently suggest where we go how we where's the game how we get in there and bag yeah. himself a lift at the same time <laughs> uh, because and I who I was talking to I was talking to Malcolm Hutt the other day uh, and and no no sorry not Malcolm Hutt it was um, Roger Herridge I was talking to the other day I was yeah. talking to Malcolm Hutt the other day who is uh, another thoroughly lovely man. Uh, yeah. from from that sort of time but yeah no we're talking to roger herridge and and roger would get a text off duds who would have known that roger was going to a game somewhere um yeah. and i hope roger roger won't mind me mind me passing this on and no. um, but you know and he'd, and he'd get a text from duds and oh if you have you left yet and and roger'd be like he'd be halfway there yeah. and he'd come back and get him yeah and because uh, <laughs> duds would know he was off somewhere and and do it and but that was just the sort of the sort of guy he was you know and 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 obviously Roger and and Duds wouldn't have had wouldn't have crossed paths particularly much aside from the fact because you know Roger was at Binfield and Wokingham, and yeah. and and we were all at Bratnell. But it, I think what was what was abundantly clear when he did pass away was just the effect that he had on on the on the game and people around. Oh yeah, and and well, just that wide variety of of people that that contacted us and and, and talked to us about him. Yeah, absolutely. Should we should we have another uh, should we have another comment? Yeah, let's. Um, do you want to do you want to play the one from Neil Jeffs? Well, first of all, Tom, thanks for the invitation to take part in the special po- podcast for um, Dudley uh, on on the anniversary of his passing. Um, this is Neil from Ascot United. But time has flown um, since, since since the same day last year, and you know I think the amount of people that were there at his funeral is testimony to just how popular he he, he was. Um, and, and how his legacies lived on, um, and, and, and how much people still miss him. You know, I, I spent so many years um, with, with, with Dudley, watching Bracknell Town, um, making lots of noise, banging drums. I mean, you know, the Barmy Army, as we were known, we were we were we pride ourselves on going everywhere and, and out singing uh, the opposition. And it, it needed big characters like him to help get some of the singing going. You know, and um, I think a lot of the memories I've got. Are, are as much away from football as, as as down Large's Lane, but you know, obviously Large's Lane, the one that sticks out for me is when he invaded the pitch as we uh, beat Basingstoke Town in an FA Cup third qualifying round match, and I think he was the only one on the pitch that um, didn't realise that the game hadn't actually finished yet, um, which was quite amusing. Um, but he did get his chance alongside everyone else who invaded the pitch about two minutes later when the referee did finally um, blow the whistle. Obviously, when we when we were out, you know, on the road singing and singing behind the the goal at the Quinton end at Largest Lane, um, he was one of the guys that that led the famous song "Everywhere We Go," and uh, got everybody going. And that would then lead into um, everybody resp- replying, and then in, into the drumming at the end of it. And you know, it was just it was just really great great atmosphere. Um, I also remember a time when we were, we were in my back garden painting flags. 
um, ahead of the Barnet game, which was obviously the one we played um, after we beat Basingstoke Town. And, and then there was my own 30th birthday, which was quite a few years ago now, but I, I think I was having a difficult point, point in my life. And, um, you know, I didn't really want to do anything, but, you know, I just had a, a, like a quiet do with a couple of my closest friends and, and, and he was one of them there that night. Um, it made it sort of more special for me. We went on tour as well a few times. We went over to Lille for a European tie against one of the Irish teams and drank lots of Belgian beer, but lots of French beer, <clears throat> um, and uh, you know went out clubbing into uh, into Lille in the evening, and uh, that that was brilliant going over there. And and even Dudley's thirtieth birthday at Butlins was a blast as well. I remember that was an eighties weekend. That was that was carnage, but there were so many happy memories. You know, the guy was just. Uh, was just fabulous to be around, um, real life and soul of, of, uh, of the party. And uh, like many people, you know, we, we, we still miss him, but you know, a lot of the work that you guys are doing, obviously keeping his legacy going with football in Berkshire. And uh, I'm sure he'll be looking down and, 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 and have a big smile on his face. Thank you. That was, uh, that was Neil Jeffs. Um, he was one of the, one of the original guys we were chatting about when, uh, when we met Duds. Uh, and especially through the forum known as Jeffsy at the time, he's uh, he's he's changed his name by deed poll, I believe, to Neil. Um, but no, it, it, lovely some lovely memories there, and and um, just just I, I remember the Lille trip in particular because I just bunked off university for a couple of days to go to Lille uh, to yep. what to watch Lille v Shelbourne, and it was me, Duds, uh, Lee Trowbridge, who uh, who. Um, uh, local football fans may remember as a as a moderately reasonable footballer. Uh, and I hope he listens to this and hears that. But we we just had a, we had an absolutely brilliant time on that trip, and and just it was just all the trips and the and the things away that you did. What were you on some of those tone? Um, no, I wasn't. Generally, I mean, I I, I cottoned on and nabbed the list back one year from I think Bognor, and that was a that was a that was a midweek game. And uh, you boys have been down there all afternoon, <laughs> drinking and eating. Worthing, worthing. It was Worthing, yeah. that's right. And uh, I can't remember what the result of the game was, and I doubt if any of you lads... We lost. We lost. Yeah. Ah, but I, what I do remember from that trip is that I, I won one of the prizes in the raffle after the game, and uh, we had this horrible cheap bottle of uh, whiskey, and we, we practically drunk it dry on the way back on the coach, you know? Um, so, you know, it wasn't good for a, for a midweek game because I woke up with a hell of a hell of a head next morning for work, you know? But, uh, yeah, so... Oh, and, of course, there's the Isle of Wight one as well, yeah. the Newport. But uh, I I didn't go across. In fact, it was curtailed, that one, because the game was postponed, yes. wasn't it? We, we ended up getting a ferry across one Tuesday night and yeah. getting the ferry by the skin of our teeth and getting back to Bracknell at about half past one the following morning. And, uh, yeah, yeah. There were there were several trips to uh, to the Isle of Wight because we we played them a couple of times uh, over two or two or three seasons Newport Isle of Wight and um, I, I've got one of the one of the memories here is from um, Nigel Lewis who was the the dad of one of the players Graham Lewis at the time yes. and um, Nigel and his wife Joyce uh, Ni- Nigel played for Reading Town back in the day and so Nigel knew his knew his non league football but he and he and his wife Joyce came over and. and I think it was a it was a it was a mark of of how we were that you know they just joined us they just joined in, right? And they came on the they came on the away day they booked the hotel we all booked the hotel together in the Isle of Wight, um, 
but so uh, Nigel left me a left me a comment and he said um uh, when Joyce and I think of Dudley, it's always the time we went to the Isle of Wight for the weekend game that was called off, but we had such an amazing time. Uh, yeah, and absolutely right. We we were in. Yeah. Um, he he was straight up on the uh, on the dance poles. We'd we'd found a we'd found a boozer somewhere, and and they had some um, they had a dance floor and and some some you know pole. Yeah, yeah a pole really. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and um, and and it was just it was just unbelievable fun. And we this this would have happened a couple of, couple of times over over the season and we we went away for that trip in particular and yeah the Isle of Wight trips especially were were something special mm. um and I, I I guess in that in those days and and a lot of this a lot of what we're talking about is about back when we when we first met but at the same time that was I, I guess we were all sort of young free and single back then and, and you just kind of went off and I know obviously you were you were married yeah. but uh yeah um it, it just uh, it, it, that's sort of how it was, really. And and but I guess let's let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Duds went on and became your successor as club secretary at uh, at Bracknell at the football club. And um, I know. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> sorry, mate. Go on. I taught him well. <laughs> no, he was uh, he was good. He was good at the job. I mean, he was he was thorough. He was a football man. Understood understood the game knew what he needed to do and you know there's there's been lots and lots of comment and testament since since his passing about the help he gave people um and the work he did for the club and just generally being there and being being you know just being duds really but he was thorough he he was he, he did a good job yeah over the I can't remember how many years he was secretary now it must have been about five or six or was, yeah. more or even more than that it may have been. It was, and, it, and they were some tough times as well. That you know, the club was week to week. Um, you know, would it would it still be going? You know, we, yeah. I, I I don't think I probably knew the half of it, but I, I I suspect there were certainly moments where that may well have been it, and and mm. uh, and it, it was certainly a week to week. But I know um, one of the sections of the club he had a huge huge effect on was the um, the Allied Counties team, yeah. which yes. which at that time was uh, run by Steve Jenner. Um, a, a, another well-known coach, and Steve's been in touch, uh, and I've got, but I, but I know also just from from speaking to some of the lads that have played in that team, uh, I know the likes of uh, the likes of George Locke. Um, yes. Now, who was the lad? Uh, who was the captain of the team? I sorry, I really I can't remember his name now. Centre half, wasn't he? Oh, was he midfield? Yeah, oh, I can't remember his name. So I know exactly, I can see him. Dan Ridge, Dan Ridge, Dan Ridge. There we it. go. Uh, you yeah. know, and speaking to those guys, you know, they, they, I know they sort of almost. Um, he, the reason they won the title was because, uh, and it was something to do with um, one of the other teams hadn't played a game, and or there was a game that was going to be. Yeah. There was something going on with the game, and Duds got the game played. Was we, it? Was, was it? Was it? Can I can I mention the name? Was it Windsor? It might have been. I'm not sure. I think Windsor. Windsor may have played a couple of. I'm not going to say anymore. I yeah, might yeah. Get, but Windsor, Windsor seems to spring a mind. If nothing else, it might not have been Windsor. So no, <laughs> well, let's say no more then. Yeah, um, it, but whatever it was, fall out with them, do we? He, yes, he got the game replayed, didn't he? That's right. He got the game replayed, and and it meant that winning that game, the the Allied Counties team won the game, and um, 
Steve Steve Jenner said uh, we'll never forget winning winning the Allied Counties title and the FA Cup sorry the FA Youth Cup games uh, with with yourself uh, and and Dud's happy days uh, and he just finishes with um, can't believe a year has already passed fantastic memories because um, of course the youth team we also we had a day we had a day out at Torquay United of all places that's right, uh, that's right. on an astonishing FA Cup run and um. Uh, it just he he had a he had a massive effect and Liam Day on a similar similar note Liam Day was the uh, he was the physio at Bracknell and was involved with the youth team as well at the time and he said um, thought I would just like to say that my best memory I have of Duds would have been when Bracknell when the Bracknell Allied team won the league in my first year of being assistant manager to the Allied and the reserves he was just buzzing with joy when we got our hands on that trophy I could see in his face what it meant to him and finally after all the hours and hard work he had put in finally something was happening at the club. Uh, yeah. And he just finishes off uh, saying, "Rest easy, big man. We'll have a Jaeger on Tuesday for you." Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah. So it it was, uh, and I guess it was, you know, Duds helped build that platform that allowed the club to continue. And, and it, it's sort of it's a testament to see a lot of those players that were in that team, you know. And and obviously Duds didn't coach them, but he was part of that sort of camaraderie and and, com- and he would have given them a lot of confidence i'm sure because he would have if he talked if he talked to them as much as he talked to us um you know th- they would have they'd have had a lot of a lot of confidence out of that and you know they've yes. gone on to do very well at other clubs as well um so just that, that i think i think that sort of when he became club secretary it was it was it was just as the the tide was starting to turn and um uh, one of the things that I know he was very proud of, Tony, and um, and gloated uh, ever so slightly, was obviously you appointed certain managers to the club, and, <laughs> and they didn't all they didn't always work out. But uh, but Duds always claims uh, point, appointing Steve Nebbit and uh, Danny Oliphant, which of yeah. course really really did turn a corner with those two. Um, they got a they got a proper team of Bracknell footballers together, and and it went on from there. But I know Duds was always. Uh, very happy to to let you know uh to let you know <laughs> he did yeah don't, don't make no mistake in me and he certainly did yes he got some mileage out of that don't don't get me wrong <laughs> um and so and and the fi- the final um the final note i have is from uh, alan king who yep. is on who who was uh, i think he was windsor secretary for quite a long time uh, and is and is also part of the allied counties youth league um, and yep. you'll like this one because this was uh, this was you I, I remember this vividly um and he says my recollection of duds is the first time i got to really chat with you guys socially was when you were all in torquay not for a youth game this was for the uh, end <laughs> end of season do in which we'd just been relegated yeah. Uh, but into the Helen Lee. So this would have been 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, yes, you were all in Torquay for the Southern League presentation and you were all celebrating relegation from the league. I should add that celebrating is put in brackets. Yes. Uh, we, we weren't celebrating. We just thought, what the hell? This is the last one we're going to be at. Yeah, I think we were just generally having a good time, weren't we? And we'd, we'd, had, a, we'd had one or two, uh, one or two lemonades. To yeah, and- yeah. I, do, I remember it vividly. Yeah, it's the, it was the Eastern League end of season weekend. It was yeah, it was the Southern League, Southern League one. Southern League was it? Yes. Sorry, my apologies. It was the Southern League uh, do in Turkey, as you rightly mentioned. And I think at one point, who was on whose shoulder? Walks in round the Dudley wouldn't have been on my shoulder. No, no, 
and I, I think you were probably on his shoulders and and had yeah. his tie around your head. That's right. Uh, yeah. Sort of careering around, uh, careering around the space, and um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And Alan says you sat on the table next to us, a lot from Burnham. So so Alan was at Burnham at the time, and he said, yeah. uh, and Duds and the rest of you were a tiny bit tipsy. I, I right. think I think Alan, you'll find it was lemonade and it was a sugar rush. That's all. Sugar rush, yep. Sugar and I, I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you what else I remember. Um, the uh, the the young lady from Merthyr, uh, who who Duds had con- was was convinced was uh, was uh, was was clocking him uh, and his and his merry ways, and uh, we <laughs> yeah. sort of we had to drag him out in the morning when we were leaving because he wanted he was desperate to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bless him. <laughs> was, he definitely, he definitely thought his luck was in that weekend. He, he, he very much did. Uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, they were, oh, just, just, and I think what, what I just remember from all of these times was that I, I only, there were only ever good times. Yeah. Uh, there were, there were only ever good times. I, and I think doing this podcast, as, as I say, it's a, it's a bit of a, it's just, just you and me talking about him, but. I, I know that um, he would, I think, be very delighted to know that we were recording an entire podcast all about him. But I also know that uh, if he, were he still here, um, we would this it would take at least a week to get this podcast out while he chose which picture he oh wanted uh, yeah. to 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 go with it. Um, and I remember. Um, do you remember? Do you remember this was this was a few years ago? But do you remember the the, the Bracknell Standard, the free paper? Yes. Uh, yeah. From from the company that I still work for today, but sadly the Bracknell Forest Standard doesn't exist anymore. But in it, it had a Q and A section, and we were really short of people to do Q and A. And I thought, oh well, Duds is the Bracknell Club secretary. That's a you know a, a position of standing. And um, yeah, so it was got him to do the got him to do the questions, and then oh, it was all a bit last minute, and he needed a picture. And I asked him for a picture, and. Um, he took it he was taking his time and anyway deadline was approaching i was like duds i need the picture i need the picture and i perhaps didn't explain to him that the deadline was the deadline but anyway the picture arrived later that evening and obviously it had already gone so i chose a picture of him uh with a silly hat on which i so i don't know why he had a problem with this because he was forever wearing silly hats uh but he uh yeah he was stood outside a camper van uh with a silly hat on and a funny shirt and he went absolutely spare at me, and he was mm. not happy with that choice of picture. It no, was... well, it, yeah, well, it might have been the picture of him dressed as meatloaf. Can you remember that gag, <laughs> that gargantuan? Well, we had a few good, uh, yeah. good karaoke's, didn't we, at the club? Yeah, and I seem to remember this particular time. It was a we just played our last game of the season, and we did, we decided and planned to have a karaoke that evening, but we themed it sixties and seventies. Yes. And it was fancy dress, of course, and uh, I, 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 I went a little bit uh, tame. I dressed up as a beetle. Yes. I'd have suited him, but he came full on meatloaf. And I think he must have gone through the full full repertoire of meatloaf songs that night. He absolutely smashed them out, didn't he? Oh, he's got, yeah. oh yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think Chris had to, uh, Chris Campbell, our, our, our friend uh, that, who was who had also turned up at the club and then decided it would be a good idea to buy some disco equipment to entertain us all. Um, I think he had to buy new mics after that because I think Duds had just... Comp- Blown them. <laughs> yeah, if it was possible to use up all of the sound in a microphone, uh, yeah. he had he had certainly done it on that uh, on that occasion. But yeah. He did, yeah. Yeah, great nights. Yeah, karaoke. he was a karaoke king, certainly. Um, he, he was. 
couldn't sing for the life of him, but by Christ, <laughs> he gives all a good laugh. <laughs> well, there was there was one. Which which was it? Uh, there was a couple of Scar songs that he could get away with because they were more shouty than uh, than uh, than any than anything else. I can't remember Tom. You're not you're not thinking of the Lady Gaga number that he oh, smashed. No, maybe I am thinking of that. <laughs> but I think I think one of the things I I miss, and I and I almost don't want to try and recreate it. But one of the I, certain little sayings he had, and one of my favourites was uh, Tony Oki. It's like karaoke, yeah. but Tony sings alt songs. <laughs> and I I just it was so annoying, but I miss it. I I I, I miss yeah. it. And and my other favourite is is when you walked into the room for the first time. He'd maybe not seen you for. Like I think there was a, like you'd not seen you for about twenty four hours or something like that. You walk in the room and just go, "Hello, mate." <laughs> and I just, I, I wish I had, I wish I had a recording of that. Yeah, yeah. I've got the one, that, the one that springs to my mind is when you walk into a room and he says, "Here's Tony." He says what he likes and likes what he says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah, he had them all, didn't he? He had them all. I I thought. Um, because I, I thought I went through my voicemail messages just after he died, um, and I thought, oh, oh, there's bound to be a hello, mate, on there somewhere. Yeah. And I was going through, and I realised that just because I didn't expect anything to happen, I'd 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 had a trim of all of the the one all of the voicemails in there, and I only had one, and it was Canning, answer your effing phone. Was like, oh, that's not really what I uh, what I was no. hoping for. Because I'd have, I'd have quite happily had a had a text message tone that just went "Hello, mate" every time. That would have been, um, yeah. That would have been absolutely, uh, absolutely superb. Um, I, I, I don't. Jeffy, as Jeffy said in his little snippet there, he, he he regarded Dudley as the life and soul of the party, and uh, you know when we when we bring it right back into a football context again, he was the one that always started the songs. Yeah. Strike up with the drums and then the uh, the group and I'm not talking, I'm not talking about the uh, the yellow wall at uh, Dortmund here or the uh, or the cop at Anfield. We're talking about seven or eight die-hard Bracknell Town supporters that made hell of a din when all said and done, you know, and sang sang those songs. And can you remember that song that you put together to the tune of Park Life by Blur? Yep. And I, yep. I, I think, uh, th- I think Neil, Neil later revealed that it was robbed from Slough because it was right. previously all the rebels, and we just changed it to all the Robins. Okay. Uh, but, but obviously, we weren't, play- we weren't anywhere near Slough when, when we started singing that. And by the time uh, we, we'd sort of, the, the, the time had come, Slough were, <laughs> Slough were the same level, so it was, it was a bit <laughs> awkward by that point. But yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you had that, and it was, and he, he'd, because he, he brought along a trumpet as well. And he was That's the only one who could play it. Yeah, well, he could play three notes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. It yeah. did. It did. It um, and what was I going to say? I was going to. Oh, yes, that was it. So, uh, Hucknall, Hucknall Town away. Yes, FA Trophy game. Yeah, FA it? Trophy game. Bizarrely, despite it being regionalised, Bracknell Town in the, in the south drew mm. Hucknall Town, quite north of Nottingham. Yes. Uh, and we went up there for the day, and they they had, I mean, you know, they had a lot of uh, they had a lot of supporters there that day. Um, I don't know the exact attendance, but certainly it was a four figure attendance. Mm. And at the time, we had um, in our in our repertoire, we had a load of songs. We had a, a drum, uh, a tambourine, a trumpet, um, 
and yeah just just a lot of kids as well if i remember yeah there were because there were there were all the edwards kids as well yeah um who who was the just family. The, the family, family were affectionately known yes exactly the edwards family go right back to the time and right back to the time that we all got together and formed yeah. our group you know and uh and and the Edwards kids that are no longer kids anymore, they're grown up young adults, but they've pretty much grown up with the uh, with the group of supporters and uh, yeah, got very well with Duds. Yeah, uh, I think he kind of took them in just the same as he took my lads in. You know, he just befriend, befriended everyone else, and they, they tended to look up to him. You know, and have a have a have a hell of a laugh with him. Yeah, really. I, yeah. I, I, I just the, the the Hucknall thing. If I now I, and the thing I, I just remember there, there were, I suppose there's two moments that I was incredibly proud being a a being part of that group and and one of them was uh, I think there must have been ten of us and we lost four one and we, it was you know they mm. we were they were never gonna we were never gonna do anything in that game it was just it, it, the the difference in levels I think they were a couple of divisions higher uh, we were never gonna get anything out of the game but. By crikey, were we going to have some fun? And Nottingham yeah. that evening was a lot of fun. Um, uh, uh, but but that game, leaving the game, um, and you could just hear them. Oh, I'm glad they're off them and their bloody drum. <laughs> you know, there, there there were thousands of them, and there were there were ten of us. And yeah. and you know, it, this is what happens. You know, at the time you think, yeah, got yeah, got yeah. But when you think about it, you know, they were they were an FA Trophy game against a team several divisions below, so they they didn't need to make any any sort of effort or noise because their team should have won but the other the other one i was i was immensely proud of was when we were arriving for the barnet game the the big barnet fa cup fourth round yeah. game um, yeah. which john underwood doesn't like to talk about no um but it, it, it that game in particular uh, when we were walking in and you could hear people bearing in mind you know we were used to crowds of sort of 100 150 at that point Yep. and you had a thousand and however many it was a thousand or twelve hundred people in yep. the ground at that point and walking down the Quinton end with uh, and you were easily recognizable with your with our quarter shirts and our and our musical <laughs> instruments and you've got you've got the crowd gentle whispers in the crowd going is that the Barmy army I think that's the Barmy army yeah that's the Barmy army and just just us as a as a group and and as you say you know duds in particular it, it was between neil and duds for the ringleader at, at, you know at various different times but but duds certainly being being the 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 uh the the sort of the 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 ringleader at that time with the voice of an angel and 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 um he, he just yeah it that i was immensely proud of being part of that and 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 he he did that and i don't want to get too too morbid i've i've managed to do i think we both managed to do this without crying yes. which is yes which is good but i and i, and I guess i i think i want to i think i just want to leave it like that if unless there's anything you were you wanted to you wanted to add no, but it's a good place to end tom yeah so we've kind of meandered through yeah. uh, kind of well, the last 15 20 years and yeah lots and lots of fun memories mate and uh and uh, he's, he's been a lasting lasting memory to lots and lots of other people. I mean, Jeff, see, again, in his comment that you'll get to hear of, um, in his little recording that he sent us, you know, just made a testament to the people that turned up for his for his funeral. I mean, it's there wasn't a spare seat in the house. In fact, it was standing room only, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Lots and lots of people that were there to pay tribute to the big man. Yeah, such, a, such great memories, Tom. Yeah. I, I think... Um... I think being asked to to stand up and speak in front of that audience was um, terrifying, humbling, 
and um, just I was I was glad to do it, and I was glad I was able to do it. Um, yes. Uh, and, and I and I think yeah, it, it that the amount of people there and and just purely football is an in, inherently tribal game. You like your club, you hate the other club. It's not quite as simple yeah. as that as we both know. Um, but the fact, you know, that the amount of people from different clubs, from from uh, you know, uh, from all walks of all walks of his life, but all walks of his footballing life as well, because football was a huge part of his life, and and the, just the the diversity of of people and clubs there was just an absolute testament to the man. And it was indeed because it's not a small room. It's not at the crematorium, is it? It's, uh, it's not. so to fill it is is just just ridiculous but he but i and i guess i guess he the one thing i'll always remember about him i think is that either physically or through personality he always filled a room yeah yeah absolutely um thanks everybody for listening to tony and i ramble on about duds um i don't necessarily propose that we do this every year tone um no. But I just I just wanted to do something today, given that we're doing podcasts during lockdown and you had the afternoon off. <laughs> <laughs> or at least now. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I guess all I would ask anybody that is um anybody that is able, um anybody that uh this evening, um just raise a glass to, to the big man and whatever it is, uh, water if you don't drink um jaeger if you've got it he loved a jaeger um i didn't even get around to telling you about our trips to germany but i suppose that doesn't really fit under the remit of of the football uh in terms of in terms of this kind of non-league football but you know we we went across the yellow wall and and just had some absolutely amazing times and drank a lot of jaeger but just if, if everybody raises a raises a glass this evening and um if you have any spare cash spare change um i'm not spending any money at the moment um a little donation to the royal brompton um do you know what it's the royal brompton trust i think tony i can't remember off the top of my head um yeah 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 um, yeah do a great job over uh, there. which is which is obviously where duds and, and where his mum was before before that as well um and i just wanted to just finally just finish by saying just real a real thank you to uh his his brother his little brother ash um who who you know shamefully i since since all this happened i i saw him a lot in the lead up and haven't seen him since but um and i and and you know but i j- thank you to ash for just letting us letting us do this i did ask him beforehand if he minded we did something and i guess we'll just leave it there with just a a cheers to duds so cheers, cheers.